And I think that's an important note too, is that the journey never ends. We're always moving through things and we're always... In this episode, we will talk about childhood trauma, handling medications at a young age, and reclaiming inner power. We'll dive right into Danielle Wilcox's courageous story, how she navigates her stages in her life, and learning to trust herself again. Be sure to listen in for all the details. Hello, my wonderful beasties. It's Tina, your host. Welcome to the Courageous Inner Beast, where you come in and take charge with courage by calling in your inner beast. Today, we have Danielle Wilcox. Hi, Danielle, and uh, please introduce yourself. Hi, Tina. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Uh, yeah, so my name is Danielle Wilcox. I am a business coach and um, host of a podcast, Be the Embodiment podcast. I help women um, align with their purpose and structure their business for success. I pull in the energetics of business along with the structure and have them synchronized together to to build a business for the long term. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so what is the one courageous story that you want to share our audience for today? Yeah, sure. Uh, thank you for asking. I have a story of, I guess you could call it hardship and challenge. Um, throughout my teenage years, I went through some really challenging times from about the age of around about 13 through to around about 19. And um, some of the things that came up for me during that time was um, bullying, um, eating disorders. So I struggled with, you know, body image and eating disorders for most of my teenage years. Um, and around about the age of 15, I was diagnosed with severe depression and anxiety, which I guess had me lead down a path of a lot of helplessness, um, feeling hopeless and just not knowing if there was ever going to be any way out. Um, I experienced, you know, um, self-harm, suicide. Um, and yeah, it was a really challenging, a really dark time um, that just left me feeling like I didn't want to continue with life. And um, what came up for me around that time as well was, um, I guess, memories that I had blocked into the back of my mind around uh, sexual assault and and things that had happened um, in my childhood. And so, yeah, I just remember being in a really, really dark space and I had a great support network around me, but there was, there wasn't really that much expectation on what I would achieve in life. It was kind of like I was told, you know, I was diagnosed with the mental illness and kind of told that that would be my life. I would be on antidepressants for the rest of my life. And I just kind of had to live with that. And, um, and so, yeah, it was really, really hard to see any difference, you know, when that was kind of what I was, what I was given. Um, and being, you know, 15 at that time, you, you don't have a lot of awareness. You're kind of at a at a point in your life where you're still figuring it out. You kind of like, I don't even know who I am really. So it was a lot. And I think being a teenager is is a challenge for all of us just as the baseline, right? Like being a yeah. teenager is 
is such a challenging time. And so when you're piling on other things on top of that, it it can be really daunting and, and really scary. Um, and so around about the age of uh, 19, I remember just one day, because at that time I was kind of living life in a haze. Like the thing about antidepressants is they numb what we deem as negative emotions, mm-hmm. but they also numb those positive emotions too. So I was didn't have the ability to feel joy or happiness or anything like that. So it was kind of like just this numbness and this haze. That That's how I describe it. And it's I remember looking like, in the... Yeah, go it's ahead. It's kind of like... It's kind of like you're, um, you're just always in a gray state of mind, like a gray, mm-hmm. just like neutral. There's like, yeah. there's nothing going on in life, nothing negative, nothing positive. Just mm-hmm, like yeah, I, you're just like this flat line, like yeah, it's flat just... <laughs> line, and just like just going through life in a very, like you said, hazy. Just yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that I think that was probably one of the most challenging things is that feeling of numbness. Like yeah. as much as feeling pain and feeling heartache and all of those emotions, as hard as that is, feeling numb is just another level. Like because you can't even explain it. You can't even, yeah, like you can't put words to it. It's just like no. there's nothing. Like <laughs> you're just feeling, oh, my goodness. No, I, I can – I can resonate in some ways of like feeling numb. Yeah. There are days where I just feel nothing yeah. inside. Yeah. yeah, and then of course I was not to the to the step of yours because I don't take medications, but just yeah. like on a regular, sometimes on some basis, I feel that way too. I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, can't even describe it. No, yeah, no, there's yeah, it's very hard to put words to, and um, yeah, so I. Yeah, around about the age of 19, I was at university at this time and um, I was studying social work, actually, because at that time I I kind of felt like I had no idea what I wanted to do in my life. And so I went into social work because I was like, well, I've had lots of problems, so maybe I can go and help other people with lots of problems. And so that's all I kind of set myself up for. And I just remember looking in the mirror one day and just being like, is there more? Like, is is this really it? And having that curiosity and asking that question allowed me to explore that a little bit. And I had absolutely no idea on where to go with that or what to do, but I just knew that there, I just knew that that had to be looked at. Like I had to look into that. I had to just try and back then, I don't think we had Google. So whatever search engine it was, I researched how to be happy. And that was that was the line I put in. And I remember what came up was like they were talking about endorphins and how they make you happy. And, and I was like, oh, I need some of them. What are they? And so <laughs> I, um, you know, it came up about exercise and sunshine. And, um, and so all I did, the first step in... I guess changing my life moving forward was I started going for walks every day. So I went for one walk a day and I just went around the block and I did that every single day for a little while until I worked up the courage to join a local gym. So the local gym was in walking distance. It was an all woman's gym because all of that, at that time I 
was a bit scared about going to a gym. Um, and so I joined and I started going there three days a week. And um, yeah, at that time they were doing a challenge, like a fitness challenge. And so I signed up for that and I paired the exercise with like a diet overhaul. So I, at that point in my life, I was kind of moving through like starving myself and binging and my diet, like my choice of food was not nutritious at all. And yeah. we we know now the science that backs up, you know, our gut is our second brain. And so if we're not eating nutritious food that obviously has an impact on our mental health. And so I overhauled the diet and that was kind of the beginning for me of, um, you know, spending the last 12 years healing and and working through the unresolved trauma and um you know I went further down the path of like alternative modalities you know energy healing inner child work um and and allowed myself to heal at a deeper level I think for myself you know having been in that social work industry myself on as a patient and then also as a um as a career for me, it really felt like the industry was quite disempowering. It was like once you were diagnosed with something, you were given medication and maybe counselling, but that was kind of it. Like there was no no healing, like there was no empowerment to move people into um, taking their power back, I guess. Like, you know, they oh. were relying on counsellors and things yeah. like that. Um and so I, I think it's a really great thing for crisis care. I think it's great, but I think we also need to move beyond that, that reclaiming our power and, mm. and, and having that, and we owe it to ourselves to really explore that deeper healing. So yeah, yeah that's Wait. been my last 12 years. Wait, so yeah. I was curious about like the rest of the last bit you just said. So, I mean, I understand like they're saying like, counseling and making going on medications mm. but the reclaiming your power back as in like are you talking about more so of bring having like inner power again within yourself like you said like kind of like reclaiming that power but instead yeah. of always asking for like external help bring think... that back to yourself is that I'm curious about what do you mean by that yeah so I mean with counseling and medication it's great for crisis care I think it's really wonderful to have that option there and sometimes we do need it yeah. um but I do think sometimes we also do I guess whether it's we're lacking self-trust within ourselves or self-worth yeah. we think that we don't have the answers within ourselves and so we look elsewhere um makes sense yeah, and so we we really do have everything within us to to heal and to grow and to to live the life that we want, and and so taking that power back and knowing that we have the ability and and you know it's it's <clears throat> it's a courageous step, right? Like it's not an easy path to take, mm-hmm. um, but yeah just just taking that inner power and and trust and building that self-trust is the biggest thing I think in in reclaiming that power yeah yeah so you mentioned about like for the past 12 years you Mm. were like your I guess your diet how you were going exercise and diet and (laughs) 
for 12 years. So, mm. so now you're, so where are you now in regards to that? Yeah, so I, I haven't. I haven't been on medication for about 11 years because um, when I joined the gym, that was my intention behind it was coming off the medication. I didn't want to, and I'm not trashing medication in any way, but yeah. for me personally, my choice was I didn't want to feel the way that I was feeling while being on it. Um, yeah, so I haven't, yeah, so I haven't been on it for 11 years. Um, and, yeah, it's just been like, years of self-discovery I've had um I started my own health and fitness business so yeah. I'm was a personal trainer massage therapist health coach so I kind of my own health journey led into me helping other people um do that which I really loved and enjoyed doing um and you know in amongst that after that business I guess we go through journeys right of up leveling and we have different challenges that come up and so for me after having that business for about four years I burnt myself out oh. um yeah so <laughs> it's a very heavy industry I mean you're up early you're you're finishing late yeah. um and so it's long hours and so I had to um and I guess this is where my passion for business comes in because I had to learn to kind of have a harmony between hustling and and that discipline in structure of my business but then also allowing that softness and that you know more feminine aspect as well and so yeah that's where that kind of challenge came in um and so yeah now I I feel like the especially the last 12 months actually I've been even deeper on like this sense of self-identity and mm -hmm um going in even further in uncovering the kind of life that I really want to live and who I am as a person and I think that's an important note too is that the journey never ends we're always moving through things and we're always um yeah like learning and growing and it's such a beautiful thing that we get to do that it is. And I don't know, but like the moment you said, like for the past 12 months, like the past year, from that moment that you started, I could feel your energy of mm -hmm. like how much you are learning, what, like how much you have grown so much within yourself. And I could feel it. I could mm -hmm. feel the depth of what you went through, the, the, the actions, the goals that you met for yourself and the mm -hmm. learning process and the self-discovery it's like <laughs> shooting through the screen right now for me so <laughs> oh that's good yeah <laughs> thank you yeah and mm -hmm. so now that you're like it's been 12 past 12 months like where are you starting now like I mean I mean the very beginning you mentioned about when you were 15 and you're 19 and then like now it's yeah you know it's a of course like you said it's a, it's a journey like we don't stop. We don't. No. The journey doesn't stop. We mm. it keeps going until honestly, you don't until you die. Really, yeah. <laughs> your journey. <laughs> and some people take that as a negative thing, like oh, I'm never going to get there. But it's like no, you you obviously have celebrations and achievements along the way, and things that you're proud of, and things that you enjoy yeah. and you love. We we have that as well. Um, 
but we do i mean every time we try we want to up level and we know with the personal development industry there's always going to be you know even when we think we've dealt with something a limiting belief might come up or we will have you know a block that we didn't realize was there and so we work through clearing that and for me at the moment I think the biggest thing that I have really worked on in the last 12 months is my self-trust so trusting myself um and I, I guess it's that's been something I've been working on for years but putting a word to it um has just been been that so um kind of self-trust or, or like what is what does self-trust mean to you and what like what things that you yeah. need to trust yeah um yeah so self-trust for me is making promises to yourself and keeping them because then when you keep those promises to yourself you then start to trust yourself which then builds on the confidence and your self-belief that you can actually do it I think often we will make a promise to ourselves, okay, I'm going to go and work out at this time and then we don't do it. And that just reiterates in our brain that, oh, well, you know, I failed again. I'm no good. I'm not good at this. Whereas if we go, okay, I'm going to go and work out at this time and you keep that promise, you are reiterating to yourself that you can do it, that it is possible and you do have the ability. And then with that, the more that you do that, the more that you keep those promises, the more that you build that confidence, which is what we're all looking for, right, is that more confidence, that more self-belief for us to go and do those phenomenal things that we want to achieve in life, those those huge visions that we have, um, you know, in whatever capacity that is for you. And so for me at the moment, I am really focusing on, I guess, building. So I have my business coaching business that I'm growing I also have a massage therapy and energy healing business that I have. Um, and so, yeah, really growing those and setting up really strong foundations um, for myself in regards to like finances and um, and health. I think the last few years have been quite challenging for, for all of us. Yeah. And so um, it's been yeah it's been a space of getting back on track with that so you know health and finances and um building some relationships with people and friendships connection I think is yeah. the word um yeah so that's kind of where my focus is at the moment oh. hmm. yeah yeah it's so great because like you mentioned like you're having having to kind of re not relive but revive from mm-hmm. what we went through for the pandemic and just your own yeah. your own personal life too it's yeah we're all just trying to get back like trying to get yeah. back on top of what we were doing before that time and just like oh. keep going making connections making friendships building a community for ourselves yeah. and it's you know you're we are all thriving right now yeah. and and hearing your story from when you were a teenager, the things that you went through, the medications, the diagnosis, and then moving to your meds, and then like moving forward from there for 12 years. Damn, Danielle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is like it's such a celebra- celebration. It's like so yeah. amazing what you went through of, you know, it's and then here you are now, like 
the strength and resilience that we have as human beings is yeah. it's amazing. And just hearing your story just pretty much just put a cherry on top of that. Like, oh yeah, this is what a human being like Danielle does. You know, it's she keeps going. Yeah. And until now, like she's still going. You know, and yeah. like, yeah, it's it's so so <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you for sharing your story and if thank you for sharing your story and what is one takeaway that you would like to share to the audience? Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is always remembering that no matter what you have experienced in your past or what you have been faced up against, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to determine who you are in the future and and what what you can achieve in your future you know as much as what we go through whatever you're feeling at the time is definitely validated and you know there's always there's work to be done on healing that but there's always there's always that ability for for a brighter future if that's what you you desire and and being able to allow yourself to even just dream about that can make such a huge impact on the direction that you take your life and you know i think for me at the time you know when i made that change it was holding on to that it was the tiniest glimmer but it was that glimmer of hope that there could be more there could be something else and if we can hold on to that and and know that we get to determine where we go then the sky's the limit you know we we have such unlimited potential yeah thank you for sharing that and thank you for joining us and being our guests really appreciate it yeah no problem at all thank you so much for allowing me this space it's such a phenomenal podcast and you know you're talking about topics that I think are really relevant to so many people and it's such a great space. So thank you so much. It's, uh, of course. Thank you. Um, thank you everyone for listening in and joining us. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review wherever you're listening and look out for new episodes every Tuesday on the Courageous Inner Beast. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed this conversation and would like to know more about Danielle Wilcox's story and want to get connected with her, please look in the description and links for more information.